Baruch Hashem, Mishneh Torah, Hilches Karben Pesach, the laws of Karben Pesach, Perek Sheni, the second Perek, and today's Perek, the Ramah is going to teach us about the important detail of Karben Pesach that has to be brought in a group. Aloch Aleph, Ein Sheikh Nesab Pesach, Elalim Nuyev. Carbon Pesach is not slaughtered just for anybody. It has to be for those members only, for those people that have been already enumerated as part of this group. Shenemar, it says in the Pesach, Tachoisu, which literally means to be counted, to be enumerated. al it means to be taken into the reckoning on this sheep. Alamid, his teachers are Shemis of Kushuchai, that they uh, join and become counted on this sheep, that they're going to eat from this sheep, when the sheep is still alive, when it's still called a set. These people that are counted on this sheep, they're included in this group, they are called B'nai Chavura. That is a word that I was going to mention other times. Get used to the word B'nai Chavura, means members of the group who are included in this carbon pesach, halacha beis biyochit sheshachat asat pesach laatzmoi kosher. If an individual slaughtered a carbon pesach for himself, even though the chatchila we just said in the first halacha, that person should try to do it with a group and not do it alone. But if he doesn't find any people to join, he's allowed to bring his own carbon pesach. But who providing shiroy lechlas kulai providing that he's able. To eat the entire lamb in that one night before midnight, because if not, he's going to be, if he can't eat it all, so he's going to come to the of leftovers. Therefore, we are very, uh, we push a lot, we try a lot that Shikarim Pesach should not be slaughtered for one person, for one individual. Try to join a group. It says, Yasu Oisai. It says Lashon Rabim in plural. You, you you should make in a plural way Yasu, which is plural. It's from here we learn that a person should try to do it with others and not to do it alone, even though there's no iser, there's no. It's not forbidden to do it alone. It's not proper, however. Halacha Gimel. Pesach So who can join the group? So they, you you don't count in the group. Only people, you only count people that are able to eat a size of an olive from the meat of the carbon Pesach. If one of the members of this group was a child or an older person or a ill person, if they are able to eat a olive size, portion of the meat of the carbon Pesach, Sheikh and Allah, so then they can include them in this group, they can Sheikh for him, Im Lav, if not, ain't Sheikh and Allah, they don't slaughter for him. So it has to be that, uh, that everybody in the group can eat the Kazai, Shanem Ish, the Fiachlai, and the Fiachlai we learn that it has to be the people that can eat, that the person that's being counted has to be able to eat. Even if you have a group of a hundred people, and none of them can eat a kezayis. 
they have between amongst them one person or more than one person they cannot eat the kazayas every single individual from the group has to be able to eat a kazayas this is a chathila but the yevad if uh, and some of the people are not able to eat a kazayas so uh, it's but the it's okay. But if they shech the carbon pesach and everybody in the group was not able to eat a kazayas, then if nobody was able to eat a kazayas, then the whole thing will be possible according to the Korkus and others. Lochadalit. What about women, servants, and children? We learned before in the yesterday's page that women are also obligated in carbon pesach. When you make groups, so they don't make a group of mixed women and slaves. Slaves meaning Evet Kanani, a slave of a Yid that's uh, non Jewish, or Ketanim Vavodim, children and slaves. Because of the the lightheadedness will be amongst them, and the the concern is that the slaves will act in, improper with the women or with the children. However, you can make a group women's only. That's hundred percent allowed. I feel of a pesach sheni, even the pesach sheni, which even though by pesach sheni it says haish. Nevertheless, you can make women only group. Like, you're also allowed to make a group of only servants. They can check a group and include some children in the group. We don't mean that the entire group should be children. You don't make a group only of children. Because they are not. They don't have. The, the das that the child gets at 13 when it becomes bar mitzvah, and therefore you don't, you don't make only a group of only children. You don't make a group which only includes sick people or older people or people that are in a bereavement state. Even though they all can eat a kazayas. Since such people don't eat a lot. A sick person is not going to eat a lot. An old person is not going to eat a lot because they're, 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 they're very old, they're, they're weaker. And someone who's in a state of bereavement is also not going to eat a lot. So we're, we're concerned. They might leave over the carbon Pesach. And they're going to become, what he calls it here, the psul, meaning they become nicer, leftovers. If they went and they shechted against the ruling, they shechted for this group, so it's still kosher. You don't make a group which is only converts. Why? Maybe they'll be overly meticulous since they are not well versed in the Torah. We are, we are concerned that they will be more stringent than necessary. And they're going to 
cause it to be in, invalid in, 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 a, in a way which is not proper to be invalid. They're going to invalidate it when it's really not supposed to be invalidated. There is another girsa, which is not Shem Yedaktiku, but Shem Yedaktiku. That maybe they're not going to be meticulous because they don't, they're not so meticulous about it. That's another girsa. But the both the idea is that they're going to make it either make it possible because they don't know, or they're going to say it's possible because they don't know. If they made a group of only gerim and the carbon pesach was brought for them, so in the after the fact it's kosher. What happened if somebody slaughtered the carbon pesach and he slaughtered it for people that were not? Counted, not enumerated for this sheep before we shecht. So they're not allowed to eat from it. Or he shechted it for a group of people that none of these people are able to eat a kazayas. Or he slaughtered it for people that did not have a bris. They are forbidden to eat the carbon pesach. Or for a group of people that are tummy. That are not eat the carbon pesach in the time that the carbon pesach is not brought between tumah. So these cases possible. These cases the carbon pesach is possible. What happens? Shchata ilami sheyachal lechal lechal ulami sheniyachal lechal kezayis. He he shechted it not just for one person or not for one type of people, but he shechted it for somebody that could eat a kezayis and somebody that can eat a kezayis. He shechted it for people that have been counted in in the group, and as well as for people that have not been counted in the group. For people that had a bris milah and allowed to, they're circumcised, they're allowed to eat from the Karim Pesach, and for people that were not circumcised, they're not allowed to eat. For pure people and for impure people. So all these cases he had a machshava for those that are fit to eat and those that are not fit to eat. The halach is kosher. The pay carbon pesach is kosher. Why? Because those that are able to eat are eating, as halacha says. I v'achedim to other people that are not able to eat. It's as if he did not think about them. Because since the pesach was eaten kalacha. So it's it's uh, it seems like an after fact that he it wasn't shechted for those people that are not able to eat it, only shechted for the people that were able to eat it. Halacha vav, shachte lemulim, he shechted it for the people that had a, a circumcision. However, v'zarek when he was sprinkling the blood, he was pouring the blood. He did it l'shem mulim v'arel when he did the zrika when he did the put the blood. He had a mind for the people that had the circumcision and also for people that didn't have the circumcision. And by the Shechita, he didn't even think about these other people. Apostle, it's possible. Even though we learned in the previous halacha, that Pesach that was Shechted for people that had a circumcision and people that didn't have its kosher, but by Zrika Saddam, by sprinkling the blood, the halacha is different. Why? Shehazrika Chamura, because the sprinkling of the blood is more strict than the shechita. Shehi ikara carbon. That is the main point of 
when the kapora takes place, when the acceptance of the karma takes place, is by the Izrika. Therefore, it's more important, it's more sensitive than the Shechita. He shechted it for those people that had a bris milah, but he thought in his mind, that sprinkling of the blood should be a kapora, should be an acceptance for those people that didn't have a circumcision. Apostle, the whole Korban Pesach is invalid. Because when he did the sprinkling, he had in mind those people that were not circumcised. What happens if he shechted it for the people that are able to eat? But he thought that the sprinkling of blood would be for the people that cannot eat, like uh, older people, sick people. Pesach kosher, the carbon Pesach is kosher. However, the people from this group have to make another carbon Pesach, they have not fulfilled their obligation. Why? Why is the carbon Pesach kosher? Because the machshava, the spring of the blood, for somebody that cannot eat it, does not make possible the carbon Pesach. Only the machshava to shech for somebody that cannot eat it makes possible the carbon Pesach. What happened? Somebody, the time of the shechita, the time of the slaughtering was healthy, and the time that they sprinkled the blood, he he had a, he, an episode. He became choyla at the time of the sprinkling, or the opposite. He was a choyla at the time he fainted, the time of the shechita, and then they woke him up. He became better. The time they sprinkle the blood. Ain shechtin v'zerking v'zerking a love. Ach yebody mishashchita achasidika. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't slaughter the carbon pesach of him and, and and do the whole procedure. In a ca- unless you know, obviously, there's certain cases where you can't note. You know, menashamayim that he has a sudden thing. But in, in general. Tell you the person you know the person's healthy from the time of Shita till the time of Tzrika. A person's allowed to slaughter a carbon pesach for his children that are young. For his non-Jewish servants and maid servants, When talking about non-Jewish ser- uh, maid servants, are talking about the ones that had taking upon themselves the mitzvahs, and they had a bris if it was an evid. So, whether if they agreed beforehand or didn't agree beforehand, he is in charge of them, and he could choose to include them in the group. However, you cannot do it, you cannot slaughter for your adult children, because who says they'll want to do it with you? You can't do it for your servant and maid servant that are Jewish, because you don't own them. Not for his wife, unless she agrees. Because her wife is not forced to, to make the Karm Pesach with the husband. Yeah, unless they, she, they agree. If they knew that he's shechting. They knew that he's shechting for them. Every year he shechts for them. And they didn't say anything. They didn't object. 
their silence is considered as if they consented and agreed that he should do it for them. What happens after the fact he slaughtered the carbon Pesach for his little children or for his Eved, Shivcha? And they went ahead and they shechted for themselves. In other words, what do you mean they shechted for themselves? And they joined a different group. So they cannot, they cannot just join another group. They can't do it themselves. They are bound to their master. And their master did one for them. They got to eat from their master's cup and Pesach. They have no ability to object. No powers. What happened if he shechted for his wife? He slaughtered for his adult son and daughter, for his Eben and Shivcha, which are Jewish. And then they themselves arranged their own Shechita. We said before in Allah that they have to consent, they have to agree. Here you see that they're objecting. There's no great objection than doing it, than doing it separately. Therefore, they can only eat, they can only be yoytze with their own carbon pesach, they're not yoytze with the boss's carbon pesach. What happens? A woman that's in her husband's house. In other words, she's living with her husband, she's married, and, you know, we're not talking about an engaged, a rusa situation, we're talking about she's she's a fully married woman. Now her father, her father, now it seems from here, just to possible observation, the father married her off when she was still a minor. She's still a, she was still a, kata, a katana, right? Or a naira? A naira, whatever it's called. In other words, we learned before that if it's adult children, they can do their own somewhere else. What happened here? The father shechted for her because he figured his daughter is coming to the Seder night to his house. And the husband also included her in his group. So now which one should she eat from? She should eat from the carbon paste of her husband. Since she didn't stipulate at the time of the shechita that she has in mind to go to her father, so therefore, we, we take on that, that, that uh, without, without any other thing she, that she's eating with her husband. What happens if What happens if she was hurrying to go to her father's house because it was the first yamtif after she got married? Which that is the normal uh, behavior, the normal way of the girls that they go to their father's house the first yamtiv after the chasana Bishach had and her father had her mind in the Kravim Pesach Bishach and the husband also did since the meaning of the daughters is to go to their father's house the first yamtiv and we see that she was hurrying to go so we see that her mind was she's eating from her father's carbon Pesach. So therefore she eats from her father's, not from the husband's. But after that, if it's not the first yomtiv anymore, even if she's going to, yeah, then she is 
able to eat from whichever one she wants. Because since it's after the first yamtiv, she's not not necessarily a minute to go to the father's house anymore. So even if she's interested in going, it's possible she won't go. And therefore, she can eat from whichever one she wants. But who? When could she eat from whichever one she wants? Providing In other words, at the time of the slaughtering, her mind has to be already made up. She can't make up her mind later. As we mentioned before, the reckoning has to be when it's still called a seh, before it's slaughtered. And so to an orphan that does not have parents. And his apetrupin, which is his uh, court-appointed uh, trustee of his uh, father's estate that is taking care of him, and that uh, appointee, he arranged for him the slaughtering of the carbon Pesach. Now what happened was, he had, there was two different uh, appointees, and they both wanted to be nice, and they both uh, slaughtered from the carbon Pesach. So he eats from whichever one he wants. Even after the Shechita, he can still choose whichever one he wants. As a potent, in, in other words, different than by the wife. That has to check before the death, they'd be locked in before the Shechita. The Gemara says because the father and the Apatrupis, they are in charge of the Yasim, and they can include the Yasim without the Das of the Yasim. So it doesn't depend on the Das of the Yasim. Therefore, we don't need his das beforehand to be locked into whichever one, because over here he can choose whichever one he wants afterwards. <coughs> okay. This is talking about a yasim that is a child. He doesn't have his own das. But if he's already adult, that will be similar to a person that was joining two groups of carbon pesach. Because maybe he had in mind both groups. The law is, if somebody joined two groups of carbon Pesach, whichever one was shechted first, that's the one he eats from. And therefore this guy, this Yosem, if he's a godl, he can eat from whichever one was shechted first. Because why, is, why did he eat from the first? It's very logical. Once he had already the first one shechted, he was very yotzeh is chiv. And the second one is not fit for him. So he, he does, he's, not, he's not related to the second one. Okay. What happens if there was a servant? And this servant belonged to two partners. They joined, they, they co-owned him. A time that, that they're very, um, you know, very uh, sort of anxious with each other. They want, they, they, they're, they're afraid that the other one's going to jip them off and use them more than him or whatever. They're, they're not uh, very friendly in those terms. They don't want the other one to benefit from him more than them. Not friendly trust them. They don't trust each other. You shouldn't eat from the, any of their carbon Pesach, even if they both eat Shechtefeh. If they're not Makbid, then he can eat from whichever one he wants. Because since they're all Makbid um, on each other, since they're all not trusting, so neither of them has the full rights to uh, to be like sort of to own him and to include him in their carbon pesach. But if they are not Makbid, so would they both give rights to the other one? So therefore, which they, they 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 it would be okay if they join him in. So whichever one whichever one he wants from, he can eat. Okay.
Loch Yud Gimel. Nisha Chetzia Yeved Vechetzia Ben Chayde. Somebody that's in a state where he's half slave and half free man, half Jewish, in other words, half fully Jewish. How does that situation come to be if there was a person that had two owners, co-owners, as we mentioned before, and one of them gave him his bill of freedom and the other one didn't. So he's, he's, he's still connected to the first one. He's owned by the first one, only half of him. But the second half of him is free. Lo yoichal, so this guy should not eat a carbon of Pesach at all. Lo yimishel raboy, not from his master that still owns half of him. But lo yimishel atzme, not even from his own carbon Pesach that he brings. He cannot eat from, the, from his masters because half of him is not owned by his master. It's free. And from his own he can't eat because half of him is slave. So he cannot eat the carbon Pesach. Until he'll be totally freed and then he can make a carbon Pesach. How many people can you join in a group of a carbon Pesach? You can have as many people join as long as there is an olive-sized portion for each one who joined. And you're allowed to join the group and to retract from your joining the group, you know, separate from the group. I hope you don't do it too many times, make the people crazy there. Till it's shechted. Once it's already slaughtered, the carbon is slaughtered. That's when the one in charge takes a sigh of relief that nobody's going to drive him crazy yet anymore to join or to leave. So after that, you cannot be, you can't, you can't take yourself out of the group. Because it's already been slaughtered for you. What happens if a group of people, they enumerated that they're part of the group, and then other additional people join the group later. So they join the second group joined after the first group. So, the first bunch of people that joined the group you know, they didn't have, like, the WhatsApp that says, this, this group is full. So they joined the group, and really the group was full, but they joined anyway. So there's not enough for them to eat the carbon pays of the second people. So the first people that there is enough for them to eat, they eat, and they're part of from doing the Pesachim. But the later group that increased the, the situation, actually, until there was no Kazai for each one of them, they don't eat. Since there's no, there's no food to them, they don't eat. The Chayovim lost his Pesach Sheni, and they have to bring a Pesach Sheni like the din of somebody that didn't bring a carbon Pesach. Somebody, what happened was, somebody was in a group. And what he did was, he was a nice guy, and he joined people. You want to join my group? He invited other people to join him. However, there was a slight uh, detail missing here. He didn't notify the other people in the group. So he let them join, but nobody else in the group knew that the other people joined. Now it comes to supper time, carbon Pesach time. So the people in the group are allowed to give him, the, this, this guy who is nice and invited other guests, they can give him his part, his portion, whatever they, they, his portion is. After it's roasted, before they start eating, the people from the original group they eat theirs, and 
And he makes a second group with those people that join him and he shares with them his part. So too if there was a group. One of the people in the group was a gargaron, otherwise known as a glutton. He eats a lot, more than usual. The people in the Chabura are, are permitted to exclude him. He should not eat with them because uh, he's not going to leave for others. They give him his part and let him eat it with his own... With his own uh, let, him, let him eat this part together in the place of Bnei Chabura but on his own. If he's not a zoyle, he's not gluttonous, so then they're not permitted to, to separate without everyone's agreement before they're not allowed to separate at all.